This is episode number 38, and today I'll explain why doing too much is a bad thing when you're leading a small group. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical Christian training. Hey guys, welcome to part two of our three-part series on how to take your small group to the next level. Yesterday, in episode number 37, we talked about why having a plan makes a huge difference when it comes to getting people to buy in and be invested. And today, we're going to continue by identifying another key component that will prevent apathy or prevent people from not caring and get the people in your group to be more invested. Now, tell me if this feels familiar or sounds familiar, that you as the small group leader are preparing your lesson and you just feel exhausted. You feel tired. You feel worn down. That You just have so much riding on you for this small group to even happen. That if you don't show up, if you're not there, if you're not asking people questions, getting people to respond, distributing food, praying, whatever it is, if you're not there, the small group doesn't happen. And you get in your car or you're on your way to the small group and you just dread it. It's like every step is is torture because you just feel overwhelmed. You feel the weight of everything that you have to do in order to make that small group go. Does that feel or sound familiar? Is it just me? Um, (laughs) Well, if that does sound familiar, you are in good company because that's how most small group leaders feel. That's how most small ministry leaders feel, that so much of it is on them to perform, to show up, to give, to serve, and it's not fun anymore. Initially, it was fun. Initially, you had a blast being at small group, helping people grow, seeing the transformation, but now it's just work. Now it's just another thing you have to do. And eventually you just get tired, you get worn down, you get burned out, and you lose the fire, you lose the zeal and the passion. So that's not healthy. That's not what you want to do as a leader. And Jesus didn't do this. Jesus, the Son of God, even he did not do everything on his own. Jesus was amazing at one particular skill that can make or break your small group, and it's the ability to delegate. Now, delegating is where you assign responsibility for a task or to organize something or to do something to someone that's not you, i.e. you are asking someone else to host the small group. You're asking someone else to lead the discussion. You're asking someone else to make sure that everyone brings the right food and dishes so you don't up with, end up with 12 desserts and only one main dish, right? That you are delegating. You are giving away that responsibility. But it's not something that just happens automatically. It's something you have to be purposeful about, and there is a correct way to do it, which is what I want to talk about. If you look at Jesus's ministry and you look at it with this lens, this perspective of how did Jesus delegate or hand off responsibility to his apostles, he did it in three steps, and the same three steps that you'll want to use when letting go of certain things. First, They followed him. So if you read at the beginning of a gospel, you'll notice that after he calls them to follow him, 
that they're not particularly doing anything. They're just kind of there watching Jesus heal people, watching Jesus do miracles. And then about halfway through, he says, all right, I'm sending you out. And these are the specific instructions that I have for you. I want you to go to these towns. I want you to say these things. And then when you're done, report back to me. And so after they've watched him heal people, pray for people, spread the gospel, then he says, all right, now you go do it. But these are the specific instructions that I have for you. And I want you to report back. So he's not delegating it completely yet. He's saying, all right, now it's your turn to act out what you've seen me do. And then third, once they're ready, and once he comes back from the dead, he says, all right, now you guys are responsible for leading the church. You guys are responsible for the kingdom of God on earth. But it didn't just happen overnight. It wasn't like they woke up and Jesus said, all right, now it's all on you guys. There was a process. There was a process of equipping his apostles so they could be effective at the responsibility he was giving them. And so that's the three-part process that you want to use to delegate responsibilities. First, you want to say, hey, Joe, uh, why don't you watch me as I do whatever it is that I'm about to do? And then as they become more familiar and understand, okay, yeah, I see what you're doing. I understand where you're coming from. Then you say, all right, now it's your turn. I want you to do this. These are the specific instructions I'm giving you, right? So if for instance, they're planning the potluck uh, meal in your small group. Then you say, all right, make sure that there's two main courses, five sides, three desserts, and that somebody brings utensils, right? So you're going to give them specific instructions and say, okay, go and do this and report back to me when you feel like you've done that, and we'll talk through it. And then after they've done that a couple times, then you can, with full trust, say, all right, now the process belongs to you. You know, I'm going to You've, you've demonstrated that you can and are capable of doing this. So now you get to own that thing. You get to have that responsibility. And what you've done is you've taken them through a process to give them the confidence that they can indeed do the thing you're asking them to do. And then it also helps you to know that you can trust them with whatever you're handing off. Because that's the biggest pitfall with delegation. That most leaders that I talk to when they say, I can't delegate, the number one reason why they say they can't delegate something is because they can do it better. They can do it better. Why would I delegate the Bible discussion when I'm the best person in this group to lead Bible discussions? And that's not actually the correct question. That while it may be true that right now you can do it better, who's to say that over a period of weeks, months, years, that the people in your group have the aptitude and capability of exceeding your abilities if only they were given the opportunity. And not only that, if you are the one that's doing everything because you can do it the best, the small group will only go as far as you can take it. When you've reached your limit, when you're no longer able to do anything else or give any more, that is the limit of the small group. But if you've been delegating tasks, if you've been helping people take responsibility for different parts of the small group, then even when you are at your wit's end, other people are there to step up and take responsibility. And as your, as your group steps up, as you are delegating responsibilities for different needs in your small group, not only will your job be easier because you won't have as much burden to bear, you won't have as much that you're personally responsible for, but the people in your group will be more invested because they understand and recognize that they play an integral part, that without them, the group doesn't function properly. And that's exactly what you want. You want every single person in your group to feel like they are needed, 
to see their value in the group. And delegating is a great way to help them understand why they're so important, why you need them in the group, and to give them something that they can offer as a way to serve the other people in your group. And when you can do that, when that is the dynamic, the dynamic of your group, then everything goes smoother, everything is better, your job is easier, and you're able to kill the apathy and the lack of investment that we are trying to avoid when it comes to our small groups. Well, that is it for today, part two of our three-part series to help you take your small groups to the next level. If you like what you heard, you can subscribe to get daily practical tips just like this one. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts to tell me what you think of the podcast. Let me know if I'm doing a good job, a bad job, what you think. And head on over to the Facebook group to let me know what you want to hear in future episodes. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I will talk to you tomorrow.